Hey everybody, I wanted to give a quick trigger warning before we start this episode. This episode contains explicit content discussing mental health, suicide specifically, and things in between. So, if you are someone who maybe doesn't need to hear this or would benefit from skipping this episode, I would highly recommend it. And instead, go listen to one of our other episodes that might put you in a little better headspace. Uh, if you push on and decide that you want to listen to this episode anyway, I would love to give you the suicide prevention hotline number, which is 800-273-8255. Again, it's 800-273-8255. Help us out there. You are not alone, and we so appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. My sister, Jess, and I... We're identical twins. When something happens to one of us, the other one can tell. It's hard to explain, but I can just feel it. She's in trouble and she needs me. Your sister went into Aokigahara Forest. It's where lost people go to commit suicide. What? I'm coming, Jess. I'm looking for my sister. She went into the forest. I want to hire a guide. No guide. Forest is very dangerous. Spirits cannot rest there. They come back. Angry. I can't let you go in by yourself. I have clearance to go in with the guard. I could ask if you could come. The forest is very dangerous. Do not leave the path. Oh my god, that's our tent. Yes! Yes! You cannot stay after dark. I'm not leaving without my sister. Yes! At night, people see bad things. You're getting paranoid. You're not real! Howdy, partner. Howdy, Mr. Partner. Howdy, listener. Welcome to Howdy, Upstream. Howdy, listener. Welcome to Upstream. Welcome to Upstream. Hey, what movie did we watch today? We watched The Forest. Any Game of Netflix. Thrones fans? Oh, yeah. Uh, Natalie Dorm- Dormier or Dormer? I think it's Dormer. D-O-M. Oh, is it Dahmer? No, is it R? Dahmer. Uh, no. No, no. no. <laughs> Natalie That's Dormer. a different horror. I think it's either Natalie Dormer or Dormier. Horror. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, movie's called The Forest. Came out in 2016. Takes oh, wow. Place. 2016. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was more recent. Well, let me double check that. Now you got me yeah. second guessing myself. No, no, no. That's fine. I just thought... No, yeah. 2016. This movie takes place entirely in Japan mm-hmm. um, in a very notorious forest. I can't... I wouldn't even be able to probably pronounce the name correctly I... anyway, but it's 
nickname is this it's kind of a suicide forest so she goes to this forest to find her sister and it turns out that in this forest there are spirits haunting the living if you get lost if you get off the path Mm -hmm. now the main character her name is sarah she meets up with this guy whose name is aiden and then they they go with a guide like a forest guide Mm -hmm. who looks for bodies that are in the forest people who are contemplating suicide in the forest Mm -hmm. so he knows the forest very very well this movie is incredibly dark from the start there is very little joy in this movie at all and even the joy at the end is incredibly bittersweet yeah like i wouldn't even say that was a a happy ending i only heard of this forest from unfortunately hearing it through the logan paul scandal thing and then I didn't realize there was a bunch of movies on it. And then that was literally my first question to Stephen when we started it. Was this actually filmed there? Because sad, also spooky. It is very sad. Or was it filmed in another forest and they just pretended? No, they legit filmed this in Japan, Mm -hmm. the city and everything. Mm -hmm. And they, which I don't know, we didn't look up, but they noted in the movie that half of the forest or more than half of the forest hasn't been some good chunk of the forest has never been or is yet to be explored. Explored, which is crazy. This is how big this forest is. So yeah. the biggest forest you can think of in your head. This is one of those horror movies where we, we recently talked about how this is real life. This is a mm-hmm. real place where people actually go and actually end their lives or contemplate it. And yeah, I mean, honestly, this was heavy. This was a heavy movie. It wasn't even, don't get me wrong, the scary parts were fucking scary. The jump scares. I, Good job, I was, director. I, this was I, I was sweating because this movie figured out how to make you uncomfortable with its shots and its and its dialogue and its lack of music or music at certain parts just perfectly. It was shot beautifully. The camera angles. It gave us my camera yeah. guy. Camera guy. My, my guy. My guy. <laughs> my guy. You. Who's the camera guy? My guy. Cinematographer. Yes. Yes. If you had direction from someone else, then that other person, great. You just hit it impeccably. They did have direction from the director. These (laughs) angles were like, we we said when we were watching it, it gives us very Hannibal vibes. Where Mm -hmm. it's like this creepy music in the background. But these angles, it's like creepy, but also like... I'm contemplating. What are we? What are we watching? What are we thinking mm, of? What are we like wanting to feel? What are... unstable? I think we felt as unstable in that. Forest that's what they as wanted. They wanted us to feel that way. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That was that was that was a success. Yeah. That it was shot in a way that was both harrowing and I don't know, dark. Yeah this this movie is a to me a ten out of ten would recommend. Okay, we need to, we need to check the score because that's going to take up a lot of our time because I saw the score. We are going to need to discuss what the hell's going on there. So, The Forest got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is the lowest score. And a 22% audience score. I'm going to read some of these so we can see what's going on here. Let's see. Let's see. The Forest. This is the lowest score we've literally ever seen. I know. It says, and they have 139 reviews. I'm just going to look at them real quick. It's way. Okay, here we go. Playing both sisters, Natalie Dormer gives a compelling dual performance, but she's saddled by the script's simplistic dialogue, which is often wooden as The Forest itself. So, they don't like the script. They don't like the writing. There's cliches in this movie for days. Instead of exploring a Japanese history and culture, the narrative is filtered through white Western eyes, plodding and inspired, not particularly mm. frightening, and worst of all, boring. Boring? I don't think it was boring. What is going on? We texted our friend Christina immediately after, and she's seen it, and it was intense for her, too. Yeah. 
Okay, well, you know, we're just going to say fuck it and fuck the critics because we thought this movie was exceptional. I mean, we've already said that plenty of times that's the, because that's, of Grinch. That's right. If we were, we're trusting these people unbeatable. No, we don't trust these people. Because fuck of the Grinch. Em. Fuck them. Bye. Bye. Give them the sign like they do in Ted Lasso. The signal. The signal. No. Okay, I would say this was like, to me, if I was Mr. Rotten Potato. I mean, <laughs> Rotten Tomato. <laughs> Mr. Baked Fucking Potato Man. <laughs> if I was Mr. Rotten Potato. Damn it! If I was Mr. Rotten Tomato and I was scoring, I think this should have been like a 92. I'm just trying to figure out. They didn't like. Okay, I can understand. First of all, I'll give it an 8. All right, horror wise. I thought it was exceptional. Mm-hmm. I understand some of the criticism right another movie yes. about a western person yes, going yes, to yes. an eastern place and understand. being like what's happening i mean 100%. that was but that was kind of the, that was the first comment we made where she's mm-hmm. like is ignoring all these people's advice oh girl girl if you want to just listen Ladies and gentlemen, to them to us yeah let, let me let me just lay out why this movie happened if you go to a foreign place you are a foreigner in this place you know very little and, especially if you don't speak any of the language and they tell you don't go to this place because everybody who goes to this place dies or almost dies. And you think, uh, you're just being superstitious. You deserve what's coming to you. Okay. Trust the culture. Do not just trample around there and think that you know what's going on. That was the big overarching thing here. She ignored every single person's very clear instructions. Even when it was like, this isn't real. Yeah. Aiden was a good guy. She killed an innocent person because she could not... Get out of her head. Get out of her head. But, but oh, he yes, yes. did, he did, wa- this is another thing, he should, she should have listened. She should have listened when he said, let's go back, we'll come back in the morning. Mm-hmm. Hello. But he said, I still don't think this is a good idea because you're sad. Yes. And that was the premise. That, that's what I thought was cool about this movie is that the sister that survived mm-hmm. is the one who, from the beginning, had been looking into the darkness all along. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of already been wrestling with her demons her whole life. Yeah. Sarah hadn't yeah she was ill-prepared yeah. so maybe this this movie is exploring look at us we're getting all explorational here we'll do it that's not a real word but it is now it is now we're getting we're, we're getting the idea that this is a commentary on mental health just in general because mm-hmm. they, they 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 led us to believe that the sister is reckless and needs to get bailed out all the time mm-hmm. is suicidal and you know that's very you know you and i that's very personal to us mm-hmm. we've talked about mental health in that way very extensively and if you are someone who needs help please get help i'll put a number in the link to this episode if you you or your loved one is feeling suicidal or suicidal ideation please do not hesitate to call the number everybody is wonderful you are loved hang in there um and if you need a little pick me up go listen to our comedic episodes they're Mm -hmm. very different than this (laughs) yeah um and i thought that was really intense that the sister who has been staring at the demons, at the darkness, her whole life got out. Mm-hmm. And the one that looked away... And to note, she's been in there for, I think they said five or seven days. They noted how long she's been in there. Five days. Five days. This, her sister who hadn't been... Two days. Two days. Two days. That's right. I didn't even think about that. Think about the day. So she ha- made camp. They mm-hmm. found her camp. She wasn't there that night. Mm-hmm. But she was still able to travel through the whole forest or wherever she ended up traveling. Mm-hmm. She was in there for seven days and... Five days. Five days. And was still alive. Yeah. So, so that was... she had to have seen a lot, but she fought through it. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is the criticism with the dialogue? Like, what are they, what are they expecting? It's a movie yeah. about... About dying. Yeah. Like, 
I'm fine with the, I'm I'm fine with the writing or not the writing. Uh, yeah, but I'm fine with the dialogue. I'm like the writing, but I'm feeling your Grinch anger right now. Yeah, I, I feel like if they did more, then it would have been like, what do you want a preachy fucking explanation of why suicide happens? Like, fuck you. No, they. <laughs> I think they, they did what people would do. Yeah, like this guy, he he warned her more than once. He didn't sit there and argue with her when she was like, nope, I'm staying. He maybe gave her like two to three more warnings and then left. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, did they want more dialogue for that or between Aiden and her? But Aiden and her, I liked that because it made us suspicious of him yeah. still to the end. Yeah. But we knew like, no, he's a good guy. It's getting in her head. It's getting in her head. Which got in our heads. Yeah. So I would say that's good writing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Aiden. Aiden, my guy, why did knife? you think you should give her the knife? Was, I understand was, you wanted to open a realm of trust. He was trying to let her know that he wasn't a threat, which he wasn't. But he should have been watching her. What What would, come what, on. What I have done, I would yeah. have, okay, I would have given you the knife for trust. And then you were like, oh, I'm going to go down to the pond to wipe off my wounds or to clean off baloney. You're already not realizing what paths were taking. You're already not, like, you're, you've. Already ran discombobulated. Off. You saw a child. Like no, you're so discombobulated. You saw a child. You saw. She a did child. not saw a child. <laughs> she saw a child in a school uniform. Anyway, all of that. Hello. You stand behind a tree and watch her while she's doing that because you just gave her a knife. This lady was about to kill herself already because she saw worms. And so she was going to try and get them out. But that was the forest messing with her to try and get her to do that. But we were seeing the movie through her eyes, remember? Like, he could have been doing that. We are seeing him as she saw him. That's why we were suspicious of him. Hmm. Kind of like in The Invisible Man, when it's his, his point of view. It's just, it wasn't I feel like as... we would have seen that, like him. I feel like we would have seen him. No, baby. I mean, like, that feeling you're having, that's because we had her perspective throughout the movie so he couldn't we couldn't have known that he was doing that in the first place because that would mean that we were no longer in her perspective because she was slowly losing her mind yeah i'm just saying i would have let her go down by herself yeah that's true that that's simply all that's simply all don't go down by yourself and don't give her a knife to do that with yeah i disagree with the rating entirely yeah me too what did imbd im db internet movie database what did that rate it um 4.8 out of 10. Okay, so it's us. So it's us. Maybe we need to watch it again? No. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I think the it. jump jump scares, so I knew they were going to happen because obviously a scary movie. But I still think they were nailed perfectly. Yeah, I thought that the jump scares, like, they we earned them. Yeah. Uh, did you think the ending was cheesy, like her not making no, it? No, I liked that they did that because that's not what I expected. No. I expected the sister to had already been dead. They would find her dead body and sh- the main girl, Sarah, uh-huh. she would have unfortunately let the forest get to her and she would have passed away. So you got a half right. Yeah. I knew, I knew there was no way she was going to get out. Really? Yeah. I thought was she no was going to get lucky. No way. She she struggled from the very first like moment things were occurring. That's true. She was she was too far gone. If she wouldn't have killed Aiden, I think there would have been a possibility. Yeah. But there was no possibility after that. And that's when she ended up doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Yikes. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, this movie's layered. It's good. It's good. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. I also am wondering that scene where the note goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. Was she seeing that all? Or was the forest actually messing with her and she was actually writing on something? And she just imagined words coming back and forth? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Or was there really nothing she was just writing on the wall? That's what I'm wondering. Like, if Aiden would have turned around and saw, would he have seen her writing on a paper? Or her just, like, writing on a wall and pretending like oh, something's there? Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, what part was actually real for that? That's kind of the... Yeah, I guess Aiden is the only criticism I have. Because if he just, you know, kept his eye on her a little bit, mm-hmm. like, looked over just for a second, mm-hmm. he would have seen yeah, exactly that, her scribbling on literally nothing. Yeah. And why did she think the key was a knife? She didn't go get the key. She just went to go get the knife to because the kill note, him. Because the note said, oh, he he will the kill, he'll kill both of us. Oh. Oh, and the rappers, they were all fake too, huh? To they, make her think yeah. that this was his hideout? Yep, absolutely. Oof! Layered. I, I love this as a horror movie. Yeah, I thought they did the, like, the, what you're seeing isn't real mm-hmm. viewer thing pretty well. I'd... And the whole time I was like, nope, nope, not that, nope, gotta go, nope, no thank you. Yeah. Hmm. That's so bizarre. Why I got such a, such a low score. Yeah. Watch Rotten Tomatoes, like, respond. <laughs> like, in our comment section. How dare you. Excuse me, if I could break down the metrics of our rating system, I could explain to you mm-hmm. why we are the way we are. I mean, you know, whatever. Art is subjective. What's her name? Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. I think you did a great job. I thought she fucking nailed it. Like, fuck those critics. Yeah, dude, this fuck was the great. haters. You, you playing both, you and your sister, amazing. Amazing. That, like... In incredibly different ways. Mm-hmm. It felt like two incredibly different people. I want to know why they used a schoolgirl. Why do you think they used that schoolgirl? Was that the schoolgirl that came to her? Mm-hmm. That was the same girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, I couldn't remember her face. I didn't know if that was the same girl or just a random schoolgirl. Yeah. And she just remembered the uniform. Because her sister was a teacher. Yeah. I know. I just didn't know if it was the girl in the office. Gotcha. Or if it was That wasn't girl. the girl in the office. Okay, that's right. I wasn't sure. I don't know who it was, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I thought it was I the girl. I think it was just a random girl in uniform. They were just taking that she's a schoolgirl oh. and her sister was a teacher. Yeah. I will say I was wrong about the boyfriend. Yeah, you were very wrong. Or fiancé. Or husband. Or husband, whatever. whatever. I thought he was a douche lord, but he was not. Mm-mm. If she had listened to him, she'd still be alive. But would Jess still be alive? I don't think Jess would have gotten out. Hard to say. She would have just ran to an open patch, but because she was at her wit's end too. Yeah. So I don't think she would have lasted longer. Fate worse than death, losing your mind. Your worst, like your worst thoughts about yourself or what you're struggling with, come to play. It was everything that they don't want to look at or to deal with. So worse, fate worse than death, being forced to face things you otherwise don't want to push back in your memory. Oof. And mm, they brought it all the way back around of her telling us multiple times that she didn't look and Jess did and Jess carried that forever. And they got her to look and that was the end. That was literally the end. That's when she passed away. When she finally saw. Because her dad came up to her. Yeah. At that point before, she had not seen her parents yet. 
So they brought it all the way back around to the one thing she lied about to What's-His-Face. Mm-hmm. Aiden. So I'm sure lied about to multiple people. Mm-hmm. Lying to herself because she doesn't want to face it. Mm-hmm. Has to face it. Yikes. Yeah. Sad. Very sad. It was a sad one. It was sad and scary. Sad and scary. So if you, I mean, put on your emotional... Seatbelt. Seatbelt. If, if, if you, once again, just to reiterate, if you are not in like a, a healthy mental place, if you're not confident in where you're at i would not recommend this movie no kind of a mind fuck yeah it was nar nar it, it but it was i think written well and acted well we're gonna have to rewatch it mm, i looked away for that part that you said was really crazy hauntingly good makeup that was horrifying i looked away because i thought it was gonna be like where like the head is turning in the circle or like something creepy like that Stefan said it was like really scary makeup or a really scary look or uh yeah it was like the scariest version of it meets the exorcism that's what the makeup looked like no thank you (laughs) no thank you wait wait whoa whoa isn't that kind of the message from horror movies like this isn't real that their makeup is good no 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 think think about this the premise of this movie is that what you're looking at is not real Mm -hmm. the forest is forcing you to face things that are horrifying to you and if you and if you don't realize that they're not real it'll kill you Mm. isn't that what the genre of horror is trying to do look at what we're showing you this is not real face this the world is horrifying if you live in a if you put your head in the sand then you're Mm. bound to get overwhelmed by it eventually it'll always catch up to you Mm. crazy meta wow I didn't, think, you did. I didn't even you think did. about it that way. You little analytical thinker. You little analytical thinker, you. Hey, I love you. I love you. Is that the right word? Analytical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look at you getting there. That's 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 gonna Good change job. that's gonna change how I look at horror movies from here on out. From here on out, folks. Did you hear that? Who who wrote this? This is Nick, Nick? and Oh wait, hang on, I gotta bring it closer because I can't. Sir a couple writers. Let's see, we've got Nick Antoska, Sarah Cornwell, and Ben Katai. Well, Seriously. you guys. You guys nailed it. I hope that this rating on Rotten Tomatoes doesn't hinder your confidence. And if it does, and if you're listening to this, because I know we have a lot of... Fa- I mean, hundreds of thousands. A lot of audience. Hundreds of thousands. Audience, a lot of audience members, especially celebrities. You have two people that think this is amazing, and one person that completely just changed their whole mindset of horror movies because mm-hmm. of your writing. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. You never know the you impact. You will never know the impact of your art. You just won't. You never will. Because its, it's reach is too wide. Mm-hmm. You never know who might pick up your movie or your book or your screenplay mm-hmm. or your poem or, or something you jotted down on a piece of paper at a restaurant and then walked away from. Or You'll never podcast. know. Huh? Or your podcast. Or your podcast. Exactly. You just never know. You know, what if somebody was really struggling and they got to this episode and they heard the number at the beginning in the make sure they know that they're okay at the beginning and then they go and they go and get help. Yeah. You just be beautiful. you never know. So That would make me so happy. That would make me ecstatic. Yes, I would be very happy about that. But it made me very grateful for you. It made me very grateful for you. You know, hey, but what you never go into the forest alone. In you the forest alone. Never go into the forest alone. Mm-mm. And you always trust the forest of life. You always trust the people who you are where you, where you wait. You always trust the people who know best when you are a guest. Ooh, look at that. You always trust the people who know best when you're a guest. Bestest. That was, that was tough. You always, you, sh- you should trust the people who know best when you are a guest. Yeah. That'd be a model. Let that ring in your head. Us Western travelers 
need to be respectful. And also, this is just brilliant. But if you think you're going to get lost somewhere, any of my true crime lovers or just people who hike a lot or something, if you feel like you're going to get lost, please bring a string. That was brilliant. <laughs> bring a string, a big thing of yarn uh, or a big thing of twine, anything that can mm. wrap around. And what they did is they said people would do this so that you can either find their body or mm. that they can find their way back or to follow a rope somewhere. Mm. And it was very sad to see how many lines there were out there. Mm -hmm. But if you're on a mountain or a crazy hike, somewhere you think you can be easily lost and it has trees or things you can wrap around, take a long thing of yarn and start at whatever pole or tree, wrap it around and go to wherever you're going to go. So you can either walk back through the string mm-hmm. or unfortunately, if any, like if anything were to happen to you, people would be able to find you. I always think about that just like crew, crew, blah, true crime wise of like fighting to the last moment, trying to, you know, get their, mm-hmm. um, their DNA, um, on their DNA in your fingernails, like any of those little tips, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was something in the movie. I'm like, actually, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or just don't go in there when they tell you not to go in there. Yes, but I'm also about the hikes or whatever. The string thing is uh, it's very old. That's like uh, Theseus and the Minotaur and the labyrinth old. Oh, crazy. Well, I didn't know. Like ancient Greece old. Well, I'm sure there's other people out there that don't know like me. And now they know because of you. Yeah. You're their Theseus. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? I'm their Theseus. I am all powerful. You are. All right, well, um, I'm getting texts from Jen, Jen, good old MGK, Megan, Megan, Kristen, Kristen, Dax. We're just getting, our phones are blowing up, so we, we got to go. Kelly, Kelly, we, we have karaoke tonight with Kelly. Yeah. So we got to go. But we will be we gotta back. Practice, we got to practice. We'll we be will. back. So hang in there and swim upstream with us next time. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Right, babe? Swim upstream. with us upstream swim with next us. time. Swim with us. You say that again. Swim with us upstream again. Please. Please come back. All right. Have a great rest of your day. We love or you. night or morning. Be alive well. Be alive well. What are the, what are the mottos of this episode? We love you. We appreciate you. We love you. We appreciate you. We don't you know are you important. Are. Somebody thinks you're important. That's what's important. Somebody thinks you're important. And it has to start with you. But mm-hmm. if you're not there yet, know that somebody thinks you're very important. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Okay. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Hey, it's Stefan. Thanks again for listening to Upstream. Nicole and I didn't start this podcast because we like watching movies. No, we started this podcast because we love watching movies together. Movies, like so many other artistic mediums, are often attempts to escape reality, especially when reality hits hard. Therefore, this message is for you, the listener, to know that we don't know what you're going through exactly, but we hope you find a movie that helps you feel not so alone and maybe even encourages you to go find someone to watch a movie with. With that in mind, here are a few clips to hopefully help you remember that movies can help you know how colorful and wonderful life truly is. Until next time. I promise I will not kill you until you reach the top. That's very comforting, but I'm afraid you'll just have to wait. If I may repay the kindness you once showed me. Take a knee. This is it, Joel. It's gonna be gone soon. I know. Yes!
The rock, the hard place. Like a wind from Geldland, he sweeps by, blown far from his homeland in search of glory and honor. We walk in the garden of his turbulence. The day I realized Fanny was in love with me was strange. It was the day he gave Mama that sculpture. Dear Mr. Will, one thing I've learned in 20 years in education is that there are two sides to every story. So I think I can imagine what started the fight. While nothing justifies striking another student, I know good friends are worth defending. Give me a head. Hey, let your head rest in my hand. Relax. I got you, I promise. I'm not gonna let you go. Hey, man, I got you. There you go. Ten seconds. That right there. You in the middle. 